بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلاة وسلام على سيد الأنبياء والمرسلين اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما تعلمنا وزدنا بفضلك علما وتعليما إنك على كل شيء قدير إن شاء الله تعالى want to summarize um, uh, the answer of uh, uh, the great scholar Imam Suyuti to the question is it permissible to celebrate the Mawlid is it permissible to celebrate the Mawlid and so Imam Suyuti he has an essay on this it's found in his uh, Fatawa and uh, he says well number one what is the basis of the Mawlid what, what is it what do you actually do at a Mawlid he says well if we mean by a molid, reciting Quran, reading hadith about the Prophet Sallallahu and his birth, uh, making du'a, singing songs that are, contain dhikr of Allah, and eating food, then this is a bid'ah, this is an innovation, but it's a good bid'ah, a good bid'ah, an innovation for which there is a reward with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. The second thing Imam Suyulti goes into is the history of the Mawlid. When did it even start? And so it actually started with Malik al-Muzaffar, which is uh, who was uh, the brother-in-law of Salahuddin al-Ayyubi. Salahuddin al-Ayyubi. Um, and uh, he, uh, um, he died, I believe this is uh, in the 7th century of uh, Hijri, 633. And uh, he would every year spend a lot of money on making molids actually and celebrating the molid and feeding people. Um, it's uh, related that from Ibn al-Qayyim uh, al-Jawzi that um, in his history, work on history, that this king would, would that some people attended once one of these molids and there were 3,000 sheep slaughtered for that molid and eaten at that molid. 10,000 chickens, 30,000 platters of sweets, okay? And every, every year he would, he, would, he would spend a lot of money. Now the point as well that the historians mention is that many, many ulama, many ulama, we don't just mean religious people, but ulama, people who know the deen, would attend these mawalid. They would attend. One of the attendees actually wrote a book. This is Sheikh uh, Abu Al-Khatib uh, Ibn Dihya. Um, he actually wrote a volume on the merits of celebrating the Mawlid. He was an alim, a historian, a muhaddith, etc. Actually wrote a book defending, uh, you know, not defending it because no one had ever questioned it. But they were, but uh, they, he was in his in the benefit. Uh, this same, um, uh, you know, this same, this same king, again the brother-in-law of Salahuddin Ayyubi, uh, he would spend a lot of money on on molids. He would spend every year three hundred thousand gold dinars on the molid, besides his other generous works such as freeing prisoners because they at the time they're from the Crusaders. Uh, giving water to the people for the for the for the for the people going on Hajj and for general service of uh, uh, Mecca of the Haramain uh, Mecca and in Mecca and Medina, um, and so this shows us that we have a righteous person who was 
a righteous person who was Sunni, he began this uh, this uh, celebration for a good reason. He did lots of good things, and people considered it to be good. People considered it to be good. Um, there's an objection that it is a bid'ah, and this is what Imam Suyuti said. He said it's a bid'ah, and in reality, um, and so we d we agree. Of course, it's a bid'ah. It didn't exist, and in reality, and uh, Ibn Hajar al-Asqalani, Ibn Hajar al-Asqalani, very commentator, muhaddith and commentator on Sahih Bukhari, he said, the basis of the Mawlid is it's an innovation that has not reached us from the first three generations of the righteous Muslims. The first three centuries of the generations of these righteous Muslims, Salaf al-Salih, it's not reached us that they ever celebrated this. There's no basis. He's saying there's no basis in the Quran or Hadith for any of these things. Okay. And then Ibn Hajar continues, he says, However, since it has virtuous aspects and otherwise, sometimes people get together and they do good things. Sometimes there's celebration where bad things happen, just like Eid on Eid. People that might be mixing, uh, inappropriate mixing between the genders. There might be, uh, um, um, there might be all sorts of things, and so there could be something good, could do something something bad, right? Um, and so, um, uh, you know, and so he says something could be could be good, could be bad. He says, whoever seeks those good deeds, those good aspects, the good things to do with the Mawlid, and avoids the bad ones, then they are doing a good innovation. They're doing a good innovation. Um, okay. So then, Asiyuti, after quoting Ibn Hajar al-Asqalani, he says, well, that's true, and we, we agree that it's a good innovation, but actually, to say that's actually innovation is, uh, and so in reality, first we've got to go back to the concept of innovation. Imam Shafi'i, and thereafter him the likes of Imam Nawawi and Isaiah Salam and others, they confirm the fact that a bid'ah is not intrinsically bad. You could have a bid'ah that is bad. For example, strange beliefs that came out uh, in the first, uh, you know, strange, uh, the Mu'tazila beliefs and the Khawarij beliefs, etc. Uh, or various bad becoming uh, uh, late late to Jumma, etc. You could have good bid'ahs, for example, putting the Qur'an in one mushaf. That's a bid'ah. The Prophet never did that. Never did that. Okay, but it's good, or rather obligatory, because it's a way of preserving the deen. And so in reality, you could have a good bid'ah and a bad, bad, bad bid'ah. And it depends. And so this is something confirmed by the ulama. And so, uh, so Ibn Hajar is saying, it's actually of a, those things that never existed, has no basis in the Sharia, intrinsic and specifically. However, it's part of the general good things as long as we don't do anything bad on that day. Now, um, Suyulti says, well, actually, there is, a, there is some evidence for it. It's not direct, but there is evidence for it. Number one, Ashura. Ashura, the Prophet Wasallam. Came to, came to Medina and found the Jews celebrating Ashura. And he asked them why they're celebrating. He said, well, we're celebrating the day that Pharaoh was drowned and Moses was saved. And so, celebrating a good event. Okay, what's wrong with that? Right. Similarly, the Aqiqah. We know that in Sunnah, that when you have a child is born, you have you do Aqiqah, you slaughter uh, for their benefit and for their for the barakah in their life, and you you give some to food to the charity. You have some food yourself, and you give some to the poor. 
Now the Prophet وسلم, he did aqiqah for himself. He did aqiqah for himself. Now, Siyuti points out that aqiqah is not done twice. Once it's done for you as a child, you don't do it again. Now, did anybody do aqiqah for the Prophet Yes. Yes, actually. I believe he have uh, his either his 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 uncle or his uh, or his grandfather. He did. Uh, I think it must no. It must be his uncle here. Um, uh, he did aqiqah for him that he slaughtered a sheep uh, on on the seventh day of the Prophet's life. And so that means that the Prophet celebrated his own birth. The Prophet celebrated his own birth. Okay. So that means we can also celebrate his birth. Okay. So Ibn Hajj, so this is a position of Siyuti that's not actually a bid'ah at all. And so, what do we? In conclusion, we say, let's assume it's not. Let's assume Imam Siyuti is wrong that it is a bid'ah. It, uh, it's a bid'ah where you do good things. And so, any anything that you inaugurate that has that, that promotes the general interest of the Sharia is something good, right? Is 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 this a special Eid that something special happens on this day that you know it's it's different that you you can't fast it for example no. the days you can't fast are the Eid is Eid Eid al-Adha and Eid al-Fitr right and so it doesn't take any particular Sharia uh, ruling just like for example if someone wrote a really beautiful poem about some about for example praying on time. Uh, that doesn't take the ruling of the Qur'an, does it? Because the Qur'an is something sacred and you can't touch it without wudu. Whereas the poem is something sacred in that it's prom- promoting the general interests of Islam. But uh, it doesn't take the ruling of the Qur'an. Same kind of thing. Okay, So something. And if you don't like it, if you think it's a bid'ah, you don't want to do it, then go and recite some Qur'an. And go and do something else. And do some khair. And alhamdulillah, that's fine. And you have a different opinion because... You know, um, we accept that. However, we do not. It's not. Uh, we don't accept. Uh, you know, the criticizing people for celebrating the celebrating the uh, the maulid. When people like Imam Ibn Hajj Al Asqalani and uh, various scholars and Siyuti and various scholars and many scholars attended these mawalid and thought it was a meritorious thing. Wa sallallahu ala Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wasallam.